This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals recall Hendricks LaPierre and Ivan Maroshnichenko from Hershey. Lucas Johansson heads to the Bears and the Islanders in town tonight before a road trip to Columbus tomorrow. Good morning, everybody. Today is Wednesday, December 20th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. A busy day around the team as the Capitals preparing to face the New York Islanders tonight at home at 7.30 before flying to Columbus after the game to face the Blue Jackets in Central Ohio tomorrow. Washington has been busy off the ice the last 24 hours, first recalling forwards Ivan Maroshnichenko and Henrik Slotpierre from AHL Hershey. Team also placing TJ Oshie on injured reserve after he missed Sunday's game at Carolina. Lucas Johansson also cleared waivers yesterday, and he was assigned to Hershey upon doing so. Speaking of Maroshnichenko, he is likely to make his NHL debut tonight against the Isles. The flurry of moves comes as the NHL's holiday roster freeze took effect at midnight. No waivers or trades permitted now until 12.01 a.m. on December 28th. It is also a busy day here on the show. We start with my conversation from practice yesterday with Tarek El-Bashir on Maroshnichenko and LaPierre and a pretty good first third of the season heading into the holidays. Well, Tark, we got a few things to talk about here. A couple of wingers, apparently, for Evgeny Kuznetsov for this game tonight against the Islanders. Ivan Maroshnichenko is here, and Henrik Slapierre comes back, and it looks like we're going to see them with Evgeny. You and I talked a lot about Ivan during camp, and excited to see him make his NHL debut in this one here tonight. And he's excited, too. Uh, you should see the smile on his face right now. Only 19 years old, but it, for him, he's probably been waiting for this moment for, for a decade now. I took a trip to Hershey a couple of weeks ago to kind of check in on him a little bit, and got really good reviews from everyone up there. They, they said not only is he playing well, not only is he scoring goals, they like the vibe he has. I mean, sometimes when guys make that move from Europe or Russia to here and there's a language barrier, they can be a little reserved and they're trying to figure out things off the ice as well. And they say he's just happy-go-lucky. Everything is is hilarious to him. He's just you know a, a kind of a breath of fresh air and everyone likes having him around. And that's, that's big for a young player coming over from Russia. It was funny, that story that I wrote for Monumental Sports Network for the website, I, I asked him, what's been the biggest surprise for you? What, what have you really liked over here? And he said, barbecue, brisket. <laughs> he really likes some brisket. And then at the end, uh, you know, and this gets back to the English barrier thing. I said, okay, Miro, DC is 130 miles from, from where we're sitting right now in Hershey. How do you get there? And he said, get in my car and drive. <laughs> Um, now that was that was through an interpreter, but you know when I can tell when a when a Russian or a European player who doesn't speak English as their first language they, they understand what I'm saying. I said after that I said, "Are you saying you're ready?" And he looked right at me and he said, "I'm ready in English." So his English isn't as bad as you you might imagine. Also, I asked Spencer Carberry about putting him on a line with Kuznetsov. That is not a coincidence. That is so. This is language. It's language. It's to help him. You know, you know, watching practice on Tuesday. You know, he, he went the wrong way a couple times, and then that wasn't you know that that was just a, a guy who didn't quite understand what was being communicated to him but like i said all the feedback that i got in hershey is he's awfully close and now fast forward two weeks 
He's ready. You made the mention of the story when you went to Hershey about a fight that he was involved in as well. So as far as the physical side of his game, he's not afraid to mix it up a little bit. He's not afraid to get hit and hit along the board. So kind of giving us maybe a little bit of a preview of what we might see here this evening. You know, he's a really competitive guy. And that's another thing that everyone spoke about was just how he hates to lose. But he's also plays plays with a little bit of edge. I mean, he didn't start a fight with a small third line left wing. He went after Taylor. Fadoon, the captain of the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. That guy's like 35 years old and he's not a small guy. So when you're, you're a 19-year-old rookie playing your first year pro in North America and you're picking a fight with the other team's captain, I mean, you know, I, I also asked Todd Nelson, the head coach of the Hershey Bears, what does that tell you about this guy? He goes, it tells me he's not going to take any crap from anyone else. And we loved it. He said everyone on the bench was dying laughing watching this, this kid take, take on a fight with a, with a much bigger, more veteran player. And they said after the game, where it says Mirosachenko, you know, over his locker, they had put a little sign, a handwritten sign that said Drago, as in, you know, the, the boxer from the, the Rocky series. Uh, and he said also after the game, you know, when they hand out their little team awards for, for the win, he got a pair of new gloves from the head coach. Yeah, a lot going on there, and we're looking forward to seeing him make his debut tonight. Now, on the other side of that line, you've got Henrik Lapierre, who, of course, has been here a considerable amount. TJ Oshie getting placed on IR. So there seems to be, at least in the short term, another opportunity for Hendricks to show what he can do and that's been by and large at this level been pretty good been really good down at the AHL level playing for the Bears yeah he's been tearing it up for the Bears and and for a player like him a first round draft pick who's already had a taste of success in the NHL has already been up here that's what you're looking for you're looking for a guy who can come up get his cup of coffee and then goes back with the right attitude and doesn't just play well but dominates that can have some some shifts where he actually controls the game and that's the stage where he is right now I think on a lesser team a team that doesn't have the depth that Washington has he might already be a full timer in the NHL? Here he's he's got to he's got to kind of you know pay his dues and you know the, the forward ranks are, are pretty stacked and now they're getting thinner with some injuries. He's going to get another opportunity, but also when I was in Hershey, I asked about him. I mean, he's knocking on the door in terms of being ready. We'll see how the rest of this year goes, but I'd pencil him in as a full timer in Washington next year. Last one for you, and just big picture here going into what was going to be a very road heavy month of December. The Caps had a pretty good record they were inside the playoff picture but you always kind of had the feeling well let's see how the road trip goes because this is not going to be easy I wouldn't say it was outstanding, but it was good enough to be able to be in a good position. You fought through it. By the time you get through Columbus, that's 10 cities in 25 days. That's a quarter of your road schedule, and they're still hanging tough right there in the middle of the division. By and large, it's still a pretty positive first third of the season here. I would say it's absolutely positive. And and the, the thing for me is I look at the fact they're finding ways to scratch out these low-scoring wins, these one-goal wins. They're finding ways to defend well. They're getting good goaltending. The big guns still haven't arrived yet. They still haven't shown up. And eventually, Alex Ovechkin is not going to shoot 6% for the entire season. At some point, he's going to score eight or nine goals in a 15 game span and once he gets going and once that power play dials in for duty watch out this team might be a surprise keep an eye out for you on tnt tonight t thanks for joining us thanks for having me tom wilson recently was one of 10 people named as washingtonians of the year for 2023 by washingtonian magazine he recently discussed his honor with our ben raby 
So I know, Tom, you have lofty goals on the ice, but very nice off-the-ice recognition. One of ten Washingtonians of the year, Washingtonian Magazine. You've lived in these parts for coming up on ten years now. What does that mean to you, Washingtonian of the year, to be in that company? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool when you get acknowledged for something kind of away from away from hockey and contributions and stuff um, with the community. And I've uh, I've obviously grown up here in, in DC's. Uh, brought me in kind of made it home and just try to show up for the community and the people whenever I can and it's cool to be mentioned with some of those other people who are also helping try and change things for the good and make an impact whenever they can. Curious when you grow up as a little guy you have dreams of playing hockey professionally in the NHL you come up you're 19 20 years old at what point do you look around and say all right you have an opportunity to to make a difference and make an impact in the area. I think for me it, it grew very organically like you know you come in it's a bit of a whirlwind you're trying to just you know establish yourself in the NHL and um, a couple of years go by and, and you feel you take pride in the city and you kind of organically start to want to give back and, and uh, impact it in a positive way whenever you can so um, you know the last handful of years it's it's been something that I've tried to do is show up for people uh, you know when they're in need when they're going through a tough time and it, it's the, the least I can do it's uh, it's a lot of fun to play here to live here and just like I said you have you take a pride in, in what goes on here so you try and show up for people when you can yeah, behind the scenes moment here I remember years ago I was upstairs doing paperwork here at the practice facility it was preseason you were given a few choices of what you could do in terms of contributing to the community and you said I don't just want to go to a school and talk for 20 minutes and move on and these kids never hear or see for me again I want to make a real difference it's just it's, it's noble that you have been able to do that. I'm curious what maybe you feel you get out of it. It's about those you help and support, but as far as what it does for you and how rewarding it is as well. Yeah, I, I think um, you know, I always when you came in, it's it's one thing to kind of write a check or you know go do a one-off, but I think when you can stay in touch with the people that you know, the kids, and and you know go and make an impact and get to know them and uh, leave an impression, it goes it goes a long way and we have the ability to, to brighten someone's day with the, the responsibility and the role that we have and at the end of the day you go on you leave your you leave your legacy on the ice when you're when you're done playing but I also want to make sure that you know during my playing time I'm doing as, as much as I can to, to leave a positive impact off the ice uh, you know when my career's done I want to I want to look back and be proud of both on the ice and and off the ice 43's friends and so kids can the primary organizations you do your work with to help little ones. Everyone likes kids, but clearly it's important to you to to a certain degree here. Yeah, I mean, I, everyone remembers being a kid, and I, I still remember being a kid in my childhood, and I don't think it's fair when, when you know, certain circumstances affect kids and make it tough on them just to be a kid and to have fun and every day, and that's kind of what being a kid is about, not growing up too fast, and when there's kind of outside elements that come into play and make it tough on kids, it's... Uh, I hate to see that and I just try and do what I can to, to make sure they have a, a fun childhood and give them a, experiences and, and events uh, whether it's a Caps game or coming to, to MedStar for a skate just where they can kind of forget what's going on for a day and
and just be a kid and have fun and enjoy the game of hockey. Well, good for you. Just as far as the Washingtonian angle, again, this has been your home for 10 plus years already. You have the long-term contract extension. What have you learned about this region and what have you embraced about living in these parts over that time? Yeah, I just love how much of a how great a balance it is, you know, on ice and off ice. Um, there's so much to do. There's so much history. Um, the fans are amazing. It's a great place to call home. Um, I've met a lot of really special people off the ice and made a lot of good friends away from hockey. And there's just a lot of cool stuff that goes on here. And it's it's cool to be a part of. It's cool to be right in the middle of it. And, you know, my wife and I, we love it here. We definitely call it uh, home. And, you know, Toronto will always be where I grew up and will always be home. But we, uh, we love it here. And, you know, we, we hope to, to be here for as long as possible. I was going to say, some of your former teammates have laid down their post-playing career roots in these parts. That's a ways to go for you. But uh, have you given thought to that? That's a little it's a little far out. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, you know, we'll have to we'll have to get. That's the million dollar question for for my wife and I where we want to end up. But we got a lot of great options, and we definitely love it here, and have made it home here. And um, yeah, it's nice to see you guys coming back, and just speaks to the to the area and the community of people here when guys are excited to come back and, and put down you know permanent roots. Again, no, you have big goals and expectations on the ice, but this is a nice honor for you, Tom. Congratulations, one of ten Washingtonians of the year. Congrats, Tom. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate it. Congratulations from all of us here on the show on Caps Radio 24-7 to Tom Wilson on his honor as a Washingtonian of the Year, as named by Washingtonian Magazine. Back to hockey tonight. It's the Capitals and the New York Islanders at 7.30. TNT on the television side, us on the radio side, starting at 7.15 on 106.7 The Fan, and always right here on Caps Radio 24-7, heard for free at capsradio 247 Com. Have a great game day Wednesday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Cap! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.